Good morning, Caleb. I know we we <laughs> brought morning, you into the show. I had to rant, get that off my chest. Uh, but let's bring it back to some normal, some good headlines. Let's go Sounds political. Good. I know yesterday, a lot of people very thankful to see President Donald Trump in East Palestine. You saw the looks, the excitement on the ground in Ohio. I know you come from that area. Yeah. And a lot of people just excited to actually see someone address their needs where they're at in East Palestine. Yeah, President Trump showed up and I think he showed us who he truly is. And, uh, you know, as soon as he landed, he was talking to Ohio Senator J.D. Vance and the mayor of uh, East Palestine. And as soon as he started talking to them, the crowd started chanting, Trump, Trump, USA, we love you, Trump. And he delivered uh, truckloads of bottled water, canned goods, Trump water. And and other you water know. nonetheless. <laughs> yes, it's clean water, which is what these people need right now and cleaning supplies. And and in addition to that, he spoke to them. He he went out into the crowds and he he talked to people. And then he made a surprise visit at none other than his favorite place, McDonald's. McDonald's. And he bought everybody food and then he got Big Macs for the police and fire department. So I think if. You know, politically speaking, if anybody is looking for uh, the GOP primary, it's going to be tough to beat that kind of candidate. Trump really he showed up at a time when Biden was overseas, the first lady also in Africa. And so they're both overseas. Pete Buttigieg, he finally gets there after Trump. So I think, um, you know, Trump really showed that he does care about the people and, uh, you know, even from his, his initial campaign, he left, you know, his rich, lavish life to serve as president. And, you know, for most people, serving as president is an honor. And it's like, oh, you get all these things. You get to live in the White House for him. It's kind of downsizing. Yeah. In that regard. I'm sure it was the greatest honor of his life, though. But realistically, if you've seen pictures of Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> um, it looks like heaven. There's not if gold I, everywhere in the yeah. White House. Yeah, that's true. No, I think it was a missed opportunity. I was talking to a friend of mine that's a Democrat, and he said the frustrating thing about Democrats is that was such an easy move on their part to just mm. show up, yeah. especially because they are the party of climate cultism. Exactly. And it was the Republicans that have actually been showing up there. You mentioned J.D. Vance, the new senator in Ohio, yeah. and they're the ones seizing on this opportunity to show it is the Republican Party that, in fact, cares about the people, but they also care about the environment. A hundred percent. I think that the most shocking thing about this was this would have been a perfect story uh, or perfect opportunity for Greta Thunberg to come in. You know, the climate activist that you she's see. She's not flying any longer. <laughs> no. She's not flying any Sorry. longer. Sorry. If she would have paddle boarded her way to Ohio, <laughs> she might be right now. We don't know. It takes a while to get there. That's right. But uh, this would have been a perfect opportunity for the people throwing paint and disrupting highways and stuff to show up and actually help people and clean up water and the ground that had animals were dying. I mean, this was a huge story and it still took the Biden administration that long to get there. But I think the and partly is probably because it was a, a, a county that went for Trump in Ohio by 40 points. And so. I, I think the sad part of this story is that it was about politics. And the the good news here is that uh, Trump showed up. And I think that, you know, we, we do see that we can have good leaders. Yeah. Good if news. If we elect them. Speaking of leaders and some good news, it was almost bad news, but good news because I know you covered this. 
I saw the president took another tumble up. Oh, yeah. Typically, you tumble down. He <laughs> fell up the stairs. Is he doing okay this morning? What's the White House? Are they doing okay? Uh, he, he, the tumble did not affect him physically, but I think mentally we need to pray for the president's cognitive abilities. <laughs> and we see that every day. And this administration, Karine Jean-Pierre yesterday, just every day is a new blunder and every day is a new. So I think we just need to, you know. They we need to pray for him. They need a reti- a quick <laughs> retirement, I think would be helpful for them. So the, the Asbury revival, yeah. it didn't make its way to Pennsylvania Avenue <laughs> in Washington is what I'm hearing. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, <laughs> which brings us to an update that we have that we will bring to you after the break on the Asbury Revival. Some good news, but some developing news with that. We'll take a break and we'll hit that up next. And that's at Asbury University as things are winding down or winding up. I thought Caleb Park, who joins me in studio this morning, They were supposed to be winding things down. Yeah, so last night was the Collegiate Day of Prayer, and it was the officially the final revival service on campus. Uh, the The president announced uh, of the university, but it it really like it it blew up, and it was a three hour long service. And over the last, so it started on February eighth, the revival. It lasted over three hundred sixty hours. Um, prayer, worship, Bible reading, repentance, surrendering to Christ. And so, you know, a lot of headlines say the revival's ending. But I, I do want to share that it's, it's good news because for a lot of people, it's just beginning. They said, um, organizers said that hundreds of people gave their life to Christ at, for the first time and thousands rededicated their lives. And they came from all, all regions of the U.S. And they had a lot of people from other countries as well fly in. Um, and last night they had the collegiate day of prayer. It was the, what is that? Yeah. So it's, um, where universities and college campuses around the, the country pray for revival. This was the 200th day oh, wow. of prayer that they had and it was already planned. So yeah. it was kind of like a perfect, um, ending and they had over 200 campuses, uh, represented at Asbury last night. And a big part of it too, is that people, uh, adopt a campus, uh, Christians um, around the country. So it's it's really generational. So you had a lot of people that, you know, adopted campuses across the country and across the nation. Um, and I remember this when I was in college, we did something for this, but it was small. I mean, last night seeing that, I watched the entire three hour uh, stream or on live stream and I was posting some of the videos like you just heard uh, of of the worship. And um, Lindy, Co- Lindy Kofer, uh, she led that song. She's a worship leader. Um, I had the opportunity to interview her while I was at Fox News about just her heart for revival. And she does college ministry and she has for so many years. So it was cool to think back that when I spoke to her then and just seeing how she was there for the final, you know, worship uh, set as they closed out this historic revival that's caught headlines on CNN, Washington Post, New York Times, you know, all these places that you wouldn't expect to see Gen Z on fire for God. Yeah. In th- these mainstream news outlets. Okay, but I hate to be the curmudgeon, <laughs> but I mean, imagine being the the people responsible for ending it. I, I mean, know. that's such a difficult decision to make. Yeah. Because I think it would still be ongoing right now. They'd be on hour 459 at yeah. this point. 
But at some point, university leaders, which they've handled and steward, I would say they've been great stewards of this revival Mm -hmm. like we've never seen before. I mean, they did such a great job handling it and keeping the focus on Gen C, their students, keeping the media at bay. So I trust their call, but what a difficult call, decision to make to say, you know what? It's time. Revival is not just about this place. It's about a great commission and sending everybody that made their way to Asbury into everywhere else. You're commissioned to go take that revival to your neck of the woods, but it does conclude a series of just nonstop revival nights. Yeah, and I mean, the revival shut down the city. Like, they had to close down the street. You had the sign that said revival, like, turn around. It's capacity. Revival has reached capacity. And this was a town of 6,000 people. So just think about that. It had the the university and... and There was 2,000 students. (laughs) Yeah. And there were 50,000 people. (laughs) Yeah. it's it, It was just crazy. So I think, you know, they had... They had to do that. And uh, this surpassed, you know, they have a history of revivals, but this surpassed almost all the recent revivals they've had in the last hundred years. It certainly surpassed the 1971, which uh, Pastor Bill Hart was on the other day speaking to you about. And I just think that's really cool to see like generations. Uh, you, yeah. We spoke to Michaela as well, who came and she's a young a young woman in Memphis. And you just have you know, the generations praying together. It's all these people coming together. I think it shows that we, you know, in Christ, and one of the students said this last night, we're all one. And I think that's the beauty of this. You have all these divisive things happening right now in the news, and you look at this and you see, you know, there is something that can unite us, and it's something that's built on a a firm foundation. It's not something that can be rocked. Yeah. You know, the rains could come. <laughs> I'm just going to start not, singing worship. It's not built on, uh, yeah, reparations or money, anything <laughs> like that. Uh, we'll talk about that next. Um, speaking of faith, though, I know a big faith-based film hits the big screen very soon. Yes. Actually, today, uh, Jesus Revolution uh, hits theaters, and it's about the Jesus movement with uh, Pastor Greg Loria out of California. And so that's a, a big one. Go take the family out to see that. That's going to be a good movie. Okay. Well, thanks for breaking down some of those headlines. Where can people find out more? I know you mentioned you have some of the video audio yes. from the revival the last night on a website. Where can they find out about more good news, more headlines? Definitely. Uh, check it out at calebpark.com. That's Caleb with the C and Park with an E on the end. All right, Caleb. Well, thanks for dropping by every Friday. Feel good Friday with Caleb Park and enjoy your weekend. Thanks, Ben. Have a good one, everybody.